0: Welcome to the New Brunswick Free Public Library's weekly podcast. Now that we're offering more remote services than ever before, we want to make sure you stay informed. Tune in each week for the latest updates about services and exclusive interviews with library staff and partners. Okay, welcome back everybody to our next installment of our New Brunswick Free Public Library podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Woods-Turner. I'm a senior librarian here at the New Brunswick Free Public Library. And today I have with me one of our youth service librarians, Karen. Karen, welcome. Can you introduce yourself to us? Thank you,
1: Ms. Chelsea. My name is Karen Stoopy. I'm the children's librarian here at the New Brunswick Free Public Library. I've been here about five years and previously I worked as a school librarian for about 13 years. And I
0: taught children from preschool all the way through grade eight. That's awesome, Karen. And any kid that comes to the library can attest that you are great at doing that. (laughs) Um, So thanks for joining me today. For our listeners, we are recording this podcast remotely thanks to some amazing technology we have now. We're able to do this podcast safely while we're also social distancing. And thank you for bearing with us through the past couple episodes as we have been figuring that technology out. So we're very grateful. Um, but Karen and I are going to actually talk about summer reading this year. If you've been following us on social media, you've probably seen all of our promotions about how to sign up for summer reading, how you can win prizes. Um, but I would love for Karen to speak about summer reading um, so you can hear direct from the source. So Karen, what is different about summer reading this year?
1: Well, this is the first time that we've had our summer reading program all online Mm. so since the um, library is currently closed to the public uh, due to the pandemic uh, we're still trying to provide services and programs uh, the best we can virtually so uh, that is why we decided to go with an online summer reading program yeah and through yeah and through the um, New Jersey State Library we are able to make use of an online reading program called Read Squared. Mm. and so that allows people of all ages to register for the library's summer reading program, uh, log of reading to earn points. They can also submit online book reviews, uh, view reading lists, and a whole bunch more. And so. Uh, So that is different having it all online uh, since we're not able to meet with people in person to talk about their reading Uh, but the theme is the same as it would have been had we not been all online and the theme this year is
0: imagine your story yes indeed (laughs) that's awesome yeah um i have played around a little bit with read squared on the browser but also on my phone through the app and I can't recommend the app enough. It's like super easy to track your reading. You don't have to, you know, it's once you log in, it's there. So I really enjoyed accessing it that way. We also have some how-to videos on how to sign up through the app or the browser and how to use it and, you know, walks you through how to log your reading and such. Um, so. To that end, Ms. Karen, how can a kid or a teen or adult participate in summer reading?
1: Okay, well, yes, so once they're registered, they kind of have their own personal uh, websites, uh, dashboard, if you will, Mm. uh, to track the reading. So there are options there, again, to to log the reading. Um, Depending on the age group, there could be missions And so those are additional activities that uh, folks can do to earn additional points. And so there are actually four different programs. Mm. So there's a program for ages zero to four, a program for ages five to 12, a program for teens and a program for adults. And uh, so really the main main, um, thing we're trying to get folks to do regardless of age is just to read a little bit each day Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, especially the, the little ones reading to your child or children who can read on their own, just to try to get them to read 15, 20 minutes each day. Uh, they could, if they love a particular picture book, they can um, read that same book over and over again. That's fine. <laughs> and, um, if they're an older child and they're reading the same chapter book all month, that's fine too. As long as they just read a little bit each day. With the teens, their goal it will be to read for maybe about an hour a day, about five days a week. And um, we hope that teens also make this like a routine part of their day, reading. It shouldn't feel like a chore. And the beauty of summer reading for students is that they can choose anything they want. They're not being assigned specific titles, uh, so they get to choose whatever they want. Um, they could do comic books, graphic novels, magazines, they can listen to audiobooks. and of course adults also. We, we encourage them to read every day for their own enjoyment and uh, their own education to be lifelong
0: learners. Absolutely. yes, lots of good reasons to read in the summertime. Um, another good reason to do the summer reading program is of course, prizes. I think every year we get some really great prizes together. And this year's no different so what kind of prizes could we win miss karen if we signed up for oh, summer yes. reading
1: yes well we have some fabulous prizes and they are um they are thanks to the friends of the library organization yeah prizes um so for the adults Again, for the Read Squared website, you're trying to earn points as you read. So, as long as you log your reading every day, you'll earn those points. And so, adults can win a $25 gift certificate or gift card uh, to a local business. Wow. And yeah, we could have ac- up to uh, 20 adult winners can win that prize. So wow. That's exciting.
0: That's amazing.
1: Yes. Uh, teens, they can win this nice uh, drawstring bag with some additional prizes inside, such as a metal water bottle and a clip-on reading light. Uh, They might even um, receive some books to add to their own personal library at home. Mm -hmm. And uh, school-age kids, uh, the ages 5 to 12 group, uh, they can win goodie bags that also contain a variety of items, perhaps a Minecraft foam sword, a unicorn headband, a dragon glider, among other things. And they also will um, receive some books to add to their personal library. And not to be forgotten, the little guys, the ages zero to four crowd, also will get goodie bags (laughs) with uh, little goodies appropriate for them, books as well, and they could have maybe a growth chart. Uh, a little puzzle, an activity book with crayons, so yes we have a lot of good prizes again thanks to the Friends of the Library and so we're very excited for folks to win those prizes.
0: Yeah absolutely and our summer reading program is a bit shorter this year. We only just reopened a few weeks ago after our furlough was ended Um, so we are still trying to give away some good stuff. Usually we have our big fair at the end of every year. This would have been the 22nd annual fair (laughs) but We'll just wait until it's safer to be together in person, hopefully next year. Um, Besides prizes, why should I read in the summertime, Miss Karen? Fabulous question, Miss Chelsea.
1: There are so many reasons. (laughs) So we'll start (laughs) off with the adults. Uh, Again, you know, they read for their own enjoyment uh, to relieve stress. These are stressful times, so reading is a good way to relieve stress. Mm -hmm. Uh, And as well as, you know, if there are topics they're interested in, and there are a lot of issues in the news these days, so reading is just a good way uh, to keep yourself educated and things that are, you know, issues that are important to you. Also, if um, they are parents, children are more likely uh, to become lifelong readers if they see mom and dad or the grandparents reading frequently. Mm. So if mom and dad are enjoying reading then children will likely want to do the same.
0: Mm.
1: So that's for the adults. Uh, children, and uh, school children I should say, and teens uh, it's, it's good for them to sh- routinely read throughout the summer to make a smoother transition once school starts in the fall. A lot of times if um, children or students stop uh, reading during the summer. Uh, They actually lose some of the progress that they had gained the previous school year. That's known as the summer slide. Right. Right, so they end up uh, kind of sliding backward instead of moving forward. So the more they read over the summer, the further ahead they'll actually be once school starts, as opposed to having to catch up. And again, you know, they can read whatever they want, like I said earlier, so it's a great time to just find things you love to read, and now that you have the time to read them, you might as well do it now. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's see, and then, oh, and then our ages zero to four group, um, it is, it's really very important for babies and toddlers to be read to daily, Yeah, uh, and that will actually improve their chances of success once they enter school, so even if You know, children aren't even forming words yet. They are taking information in. So when they're babbling, that's kind of the beginning of them speaking. When they're just scribbling, that's the beginning of their writing. And if they're just looking through a book, even if it's upside down, backwards, (laughs) that is the beginning of reading. So really, the more the parents um, read to and talk to, sing to, play with, and write with their little ones then uh, the more their early literacy skills will develop and the more likely they will have educational
0: success once they begin school absolutely yes and so many times a parent has brought their newborn into the library with their older kids and i say why don't you sign up that little one for a library card and they look at me you know very strangely but it is true even though the child may not be verbal or learning to read yet They are storing all those words away inside their little brains. And also another thing I tell parents is, you know, parents will look at their toddler and tell them, why are you throwing the book on the ground? You know, why are you doing that? And I say, well, kids, they're not born knowing how to use a book. You got to play around with it. It's like any other tool we have. So any reading that you can do with kids is a great way to prepare them for whatever stage of life they might be entering next. Um, and you don't just have to read physical books. We have lots of ebooks online. We have our tumble book service, which we have a video on our website about. Um, there's lots of audiobooks you can read. So there's many, many ways to do reading through for our summer reading program. Miss um, Karen, do you have anything else you want to add?
1: Uh, I guess I just wanted to mention, even like you said, uh, we have the ebook options. Tumble Books is a good um, website and app for children's ebooks, so you can access that right from the library's yeah. website. Uh, but also, even though we're not open to the public right now, people can place holds on library books from home, uh, and then they'll get a call to to pick up the book at the library. So there yeah. are we do have options for <laughs> finding books if you need books to read.
0: Yes. And for those of you who may never have heard the term placing a hold before, basically, you're just reserving a book for yourself. You're going onto your online account, which if you have a library card number, you'll be able to access. You're selecting the book that you want. And you basically are like putting it like you would in a putting in an online shopping cart, you're kind of telling us that you want us to pull the book for you and we call you when your book is ready to be picked up and you make a little appointment to come and pick it up in our contactless pickup service that we are offering now. So you can get those physical books that are also clean and ready for you to use. Um, so yeah, Ms. Karen, thank you so much for joining me today for the podcast. And thank you listeners for tuning in again. Thank you for bearing with us as we've been figuring out all our technological issues You may even hear my husband in the background. He is also working from home and we're both talking on our um, (laughs) live stream. So just very grateful that we're able to do this and offer this little bit of insight to our patrons in this time. So you can check back next week for a new episode. Thanks for listening to NBFPL's weekly podcast. This podcast is produced by Chelsea Woods Turner and is recorded several days before release. Music from bensound.com. Like, follow, and subscribe to NBFPL on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Or visit us at nbfpl.org. Find our podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or through Google Music for new episodes each week. Do you have questions or suggestions for us? Email us at nbfpl at lmxac.org.